another episode of Dr. Me First. It's me, Dr. Erin Wiseman, your colleague in medicine and your coach in life. And I want to wish you a happy 2020. We made it into a new decade. I am super pumped about it. Can you tell? Even though a lot of times I still think it's 1999. Does anybody else do that still? Y2K all over again. I just want to say I'm really excited to have you as a listener, to be going into a new year with you. And I thought since everybody else is sharing their countdowns, I might as well share the most downloaded episodes of 2019 on Dr. Me First. So here's the list. And then I'm also going to give you a replay of the most downloaded episode of the year. And guess what it is? From Burnt Out to Badass with Dr. Aaron Wiseman. You guys downloaded my solo episodes the most. I cannot thank you enough. So many times when I get on this microphone, I think, who in the world is listening to this? Well, I'll be damned. It's a whole bunch of you guys, and I'm so excited about it. All right, so here we go. Let's get into the top 10, and then we'll get into the most downloaded episode of 2019. Number 10 on the top 10 downloaded episodes of Dr. Me First was entitled Get Coached, and it was episode 77, and I shared a snippet of what coaching is like with me when I did some real, honest-to-goodness live coaching with a wonderful colleague around where her life was going and what she wanted it to be and how she wanted it to move forward, but where she thought she was holding herself back or where things were holding her back. So obviously, there's some people out there who love to hear coaching. So it's one of those things I realized I'm going to have to download some more live coaching and pop it out to you guys. Number nine in the top 10 downloaded episodes is Quitting with Dr. Lynn Marie Morsky. If you don't know Lynn Marie, you need to. We tagged the hashtag Quitters Unite because it's so inspiring that to know quitting is never a mistake if you learn something. She talks about her experience about all the quits that she has made. And she has a wonderful podcast called uh, Quit Happens. She's got educational materials. Hell, she's even started a new podcast. So check out episode 41 if you want to be inspired for your quitting. Number eight on the countdown is, is this really my life? And celebrating 100 episodes. That's right. Episode 100 came out in September. I was actually sitting in a hotel room in Kansas City, Missouri. And I was just uh, so inspired that there was just this drastic difference between two realities that I have had in my life when I have said the phrase, is this really my life? One, when I was like, is this really my life? a place of just desperation and despair to, is this really of my life? When I was being awarded the Young Alumni Award for my medical school in Kansas City and having 100 episodes under my belt for this podcast. So it's a really, really fun episode. And check out episode 100 then. All right, number seven on the countdown was Perspective with Dr. Christy Bartlett. So I met Dr. Bartlett when she posted a hilarious blog 
that I picked up on Facebook through a mutual friend. And I invited her to come on the podcast. She was uber nervous about coming on, which so many people are. But I'm telling you guys, it's super easy. If you want to come on the podcast, I would love to talk to you. Side note. But in episode 96, she shares her perspective as a palliative care doctor, as a mom, as a woman, and she gave the best quote. It was, perspective can be a prison or a passport. And I was like, wow, that's so true. All about our perspective is how we can make out what is going on in our life. Number six on the countdown is from skeptic to meditator. It's episode 97, and this is the post-conversation that I have with Dr. Jill Weiner after I participated in her rest technique, Meditation for Busy Doctors. I had dabbled a little bit in meditation before, meaning like I had attempted Shavasana in yoga class and downloaded the Headspace app. Because, you know, we all hear about how meditation helps you. I did not grow up in a faith tradition that openly embraced meditation. So I really had like no idea truly what meditation was. And I really love Jill's perspective. I talked to her a couple times on the podcast. We'd emailed back and forth. And I was like, I really think she's on to something. So I jumped, jumped into her course, paid for it because I wanted the CMEs. And my experience blew my panties off. So if you want to hear more about that, check out episode 97. And then also you can hear Jill's reaction to being my meditation teacher, which is hilarious as well. Number five on the countdown is Dr. Molly Maluth explains health span. I did not know Dr. Molly Maluth before we got on the podcast recording, but afterwards I have been so intrigued and following her on LinkedIn with all the amazing things that she's doing. She is actually a physician in the tech company out on the West Coast, and I just love her innovative practice, how she's focusing on health span, and even more so, I love that she shared her personal journey of just being absolutely non-traditional, but still pursuing her passions. And so there's a part one and a part two. Part one got downloaded more and it's episode 99, but also make sure you check out part two. Number five, oops, excuse me. Number four on the countdown is talking about imposter syndrome, real burnout symptoms, and me talking about my freebie masterclass. It's episode 108. It's a solo cast. I share about a recent conference that I went to and that... They were talking about imposter syndrome, and I think we all need to be talking about it more so we all get our ass out of imposter syndrome. I talk more about my favorite ways to talk about the symptoms of burnout, D's and F's, and now I've added E's, and I talk about my masterclass, which you can catch on the replay. I have it posted on my YouTube channel, and I'll put the links in the show notes with all of this, but it's called Oh Shit, Now What? And it was a class I had on November 3rd. Just free, just wanted to hang out with people, wanted to show you what working with me is like in a big group setting. And I'm telling you, it's a lot of fun. So check out episode 108 and all the extras that go along with it with the YouTube masterclass. Number three is an article review that I did. Now, I'm going to be perfectly honest. In residency, when we had to do article reviews, I loathed it. Absolutely hated it. And somehow in my mindset, like I've kept that on, like I don't like reviewing articles. I don't like looking at the sensitivity, the specificity, the P-value, blah, 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 right? 
Well, I've learned from myself, I don't have to do that anymore. I can do articles that I enjoy. So I did one. In episode 86, I talk about a New York Times article that a listener submitted to me. And it was by Dr. Danielle Offrey. And she wrote a beautiful piece entitled, The Business of Healthcare Depends on Exploiting Doctors and Nurses. One resource seems infinite and free, the professionalism of caregivers. Ugh, it goes right to the heart. It's so good. I'll put a link also so that you can read the article as well. And then episode 53, so we're going back in the archives, but you guys loved it. It was number two on the most downloaded episodes was Burnt Out to Badass with Dr. Aaron Wiseman. It was the first time that I got totally real and shared my whole personal story on being completely and utterly crispy with burnout. The point at which I turned hopeless and then how I transitioned back into a badass life. And I want to tell you, if I can do it, I know you can do it too. I know you can do it. And it doesn't mean you have to do it the way that I did it. I just want to give you that inspiration, that crispiness and hopelessness do not have to be your forever reality. So check out 53. And then I did a follow-up, and this was the most downloaded episode. This is what you're going to get ready to hear in a moment. Again, I love the title, From Burned Out to Badass with Dr. Aaron Wiseman. It's episode 95. I share some more in-depth parts of my story. I talk about, again, you know, the signs and symptoms of burnout that I love. And I challenge you to wake up and lead a badass life. Because of the response to From Burned Out to Badass, these top two episodes, I'm super happy to announce that there's a book and an online space coming alive in 2020 that are entitled From Burned Out to Badass. And I am sharing so much more from me, so much more from you, and how we can excel through and go beyond burnout to getting back to our own badassery. So I'm so excited to share that with you. If you want to know more about the project, drop me an email, find me on Instagram. I'd love to tell you more. I'd love to see how I can get more people involved. And I just am so elated for 2019. You guys don't even know. I've had so many listeners who've contacted me, who've come on the podcast to be guests. It just makes my little heart swell. And I want to say, keep it up. Keep doing it. And remember, if these podcasts are helping you or something in it is like, oh, that really just like shook my soul a little bit. The best thing you can do for me is share it with somebody. Share it with somebody who needs it too. Because the ultimate goal of this podcast is not singular. It's not to get downloads. It's, it's not... It's to help one more person. So if I can do that with your help, let's do it, friend. Okay, well, let's get into the most downloaded episode of 2019. And remember, your life, your calling, your pulse. So here's some parts of my story that I want to share with you that I can't remember if I've talked about it or not. I do a lot of talk, so I try to mix up different parts of my life. On the podcast, I try to keep it new and relevant for you. And I'll be honest, once I produce an episode, I don't go back and re-listen to it. So these stories may be repeats, and if they are, I apologize. But they're repeats because they're pretty damn fundamental to me and the woman that I've become now. So 
to me, burnout is definitely death by a thousand cuts. It wasn't just a singular thing that happened. It wasn't just a bad outcome. It wasn't just a bad decision. It wasn't just something happened and boom, then I was burned out. And I think you can probably relate to that. So as I think about, you know, people say, well, what made you burned out? It was seriously death by a thousand cuts. I think it started all the way back in medical school when I had doubts in my first and second year if this is really what I wanted to do, but I didn't really feel like I had anybody to go to and process through that, and so I just swallowed it down. And then in residency, especially after I had my first kid, my intern year, I remember the couple days before going back um, and thinking, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go back. Partly, I didn't want to go back because I knew I wasn't quite ready, but I had to start. Otherwise, I was going to have to repeat my first year all over again. But deep down under my subconscious, the part that I wasn't listening to, I really felt like it was yelling at me like, you don't have to keep doing this. If you're this miserable, you don't have to keep doing this. And of course, I rationalized it because it just made sense. Like, I've already got my DO degree. I'm already accepted into a residency. I've already started my first year. Like, why would you not go back? You know, another story, another thought of when I let my logical, rational side kind of outweigh that little tiny voice, my intuition, my subconscious, whatever you want to call it when it was kind of calling to me was when I was looking at contracts my at the end of my well middle to end of my third year residency and I had kind of went out to the community that I wanted to join and I was looking at all different options and I was actually really interested in joining a private practice becoming a, a co-partner in a privately owned practice and I ended up not taking that contract and not joining that practice and it was because I actually did listen to my intuition at that point. And I thought, I can't let these people down because I don't know that I'm going to be doing this forever and ever. So I made the decision that I thought, quote unquote, made sense and signed with a large organization because even if I left, it wouldn't have been such a big hit to them. You know, I didn't realize that truth until I sat back the last couple of years because since I've come back around and talked to that physician who I was joining his practice, and he was really hurt. We had went through a lot of negotiations. We had really talked and dreamed together about what the practice would look like. And when I walked away, he had no understanding. Until recently when we had a conversation and I said, hey, I think I saved you from a lot of problems. Because I would have left within six months to a year if I had joined you and left you with a bunch of debt, a bunch of responsibility, a bunch of patients who I just couldn't continue working in that way. And he acknowledged it too. So even though it was a really hard learning point for me, um, it definitely showed that I wasn't in the great state of mind when I was picking out a contract. You know, I went with what made sense because I was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be doing this. I remember looking at that contract too at the non-compete clause and being like, this is bullshit. Like, what am I going to do when I leave here? <laughs> Instead of being like, oh, this is a great job. I'm probably not ever going to have to utilize this. This is never going to affect me. And so that has totally changed, and that'll be another episode when I talk about contract negotiations and 
using your intuition in your contract negotiation. But that was just one sense of another cut that I was obviously burned out, but had no awareness around that. The other thing too that, you know, the whole burnout is death by a thousand cuts is I should have known or I wish somebody would have pointed out when my give a damn was busted. And it wasn't just in the office, like trying to get through things and get things done, but it was when I got home too. It was when I was just going through the routine of feeding, bathing, putting kids to bed with just robotic function. No nurturing, no caring, just purely going through the acts, caring for my children because that was what it was supposed to do and having no feelings or thoughts about it. No, no care going into that. It was the same thing with my husband when it was like we became roommates rather than he was my spouse, the love of my life, the person I had committed my, the rest of my life to. My give a damn was really busted and I really did not give a flying fuck about what he was doing, how his career was going, how he was feeling because I had nothing left to give him emotionally when I would come home. You know, I knew when I was really, really burned out is when I stopped petting my dog, when I stopped talking to him. I just didn't really care. I remember thinking one night when he was barking, I really just wish that maybe we should put him down or he would die so we didn't have to deal with him. That, my friends, is a very low place because this dog is literally my first child. He came to me in medical school and has been on this whole journey since then. But I was so deep in just the lack of emotion, that emotional exhaustion, that I just didn't even care anymore. You know, there's all these formal diagnosis and formal definitions of burnout, but I want to give you mine. And it comes from personal experience, and now it comes from antiquated experience working with at least 200 other physicians doing life coaching with them. And I call them the D's and F's because Lord knows we don't want D's and F's in our lives, but when you're burned out, you definitely have a bunch of freaking D's and F's. So the D's are disengaged, dissatisfied, and discouraged. And that disengaged is that you're, when your give a damn's busted. You're disengaged from the people in your life, from the connections in your life. It goes beyond just the office. Maybe you are a little disengaged from patients and staff, but it extends to home too. That dissatisfaction is, to me, when I couldn't be happy about anything. I just, nothing. Even things that had previously brought me great satisfaction in my life didn't even hold a candle to the blankness that I was feeling just the utter numbness and discouraged is almost teetering on hopelessness I would say very down and so the F's are fear frustration and flight and the fear aspect of it fear, fear of failure fear of the unknown fear of if this is going to be like this for the rest of my life Frustration is the fuck off mode when you're just so done with everything. Again, at the office, but also extending into other areas of your life. And flight is when you just want to run. You just want to escape. 
You just want to go somewhere else. And so again, those D's and F's. Disengaged, dissatisfied, discouraged, fear, frustrated, and flight. Sound familiar? If any of those are hanging out in your life, friend, it's okay. I'm just so glad that you're listening to this so that it can bring you some awareness. Some other practical symptoms that I wanted to give about burnout besides the D's and F's, but these are also my antiquated evidence um, of working with other people, are extreme fatigue. It's like walking zombie syndrome. When you see somebody who they just don't have any light in their eyes, they're just walking down the hospital corridor and you just look at them and you think, they're just like a walking zombie. You know, no matter how much rest you get, no much how much vacation you take, when you come back and the walking zombie symptoms come back, you're, you're in burnout. Sunday dreads or dreads before night of a shift or day of shift. Sunday dreads to me felt like a huge dark cloud had just surrounded me and my home. And all the dread in the world and all the sadness and all the happiness was like sucked out of me at that point. That's when you know you've got some burnout as well. There's no other triggering event other than that a work day is coming. Another practical symptom of burnout is if you feel trapped or stuck. Oof, I hear those words a lot. And then also if you are hopeless. That's one question I really like to ask everyone is, do you have hope? Is it in your life? Is there something you can be hopeful about? Because when you don't, that is an obvious sign and symptom of burnout. Okay, enough with this like doom and gloom, the the D's and F's, the practical symptoms, the walking zombie syndrome. Let's talk a little bit about if I can do it, you can do it. Because it was bad, but it's not bad anymore. You know, has it been a fairy tale dream, perfect cakewalk, changing my life from being extremely crispy with burnout to now feeling like a badass? No, it has not been perfect. Have I made mistakes? Absolutely. <laughs> I have made mistakes. Have I felt like, oh my God, did I do something stupid? Yes. Yes, there's been plenty of times where I thought, are you kidding me? I went through medical school, I went through residency, and I'm just giving it all up. I recently wrote an article that got picked up by Doximity called Throwing Your Life Away and Getting a Better One. And let me tell you, it's so true, but it's so scary, absolutely scary, to throw the unknown, to throw the known away for the unknown. You know, the other thing that I know if I can do it, you can do it. Has it been easy? No, it has not been easy. It's never easy swimming against the current, trying something new, going against the grain, both in our own mind and our own expectations, but also for the people that surround us and support us. Does my family understand why I've changed jobs several different times being a physician who should quote unquote be set? No, they have no idea. But they do know that I'm happier, that I'm more fulfilled, and that I am back to being a badass that I was before all of this. So have I had doubts during this transition? Fuck yes. Absolutely I have. There was a point four to five months ago where I was just like, 
oh my gosh, I'm going to have to go back. I'm going to have to go back to traditional medicine because I doubted what I was doing was the right thing for me and my family. But I kept pushing forward. I kept trying new things. I kept showing up to the podcast. I kept having conversations. I kept applying to doing grand rounds and talking about well-being and burnout and medicine, and it's gotten better. So will you have doubts? Yes. Just acknowledge that you will doubt yourself. It's going to happen, but it's what you decide to do after those doubts. And the other question that I would pose to myself when I'm thinking about if I can do it, you can do it, is would I do it all over again? And that's a double fuck yes. I would absolutely do this all over again. I may even have jumped sooner now knowing the outcome now. Guys, it's not easy. You'll have doubts. It's not a fairy tale dreamland with unicorns and sparkles when you're changing what you're doing and striving for something new. But at the end of it, even in the middle of it, it is absolutely worth living the life that you love and that you create. So what do I want you to do from listening to this solo cast? First, I need you to wake up. I need you to stop swallowing down your symptoms of burnout like it's normal. Okay, it's super common in healthcare. And somewhere between 30 and 70% of workers are burned out. So it's very common, but it's not normal. It's not normal to walk around like a zombie with no light and no joy in your life. It's not normal to feel like you want to curl up in a ball and throw up and come up with some kind of excuse so you don't have to go into the office tomorrow because of your Sunday dreads. It's not normal to say that you feel trapped or you feel stuck in your career. It's not normal to be hopeless. It's not normal to be fearful. It's not normal to be so frustrated that you want to tell everyone you encounter to fuck off. It's not normal to want to fly away from your life and from your job. It's not normal to live with disengagement and not want to connect with people. It's not normal to be so dissatisfied in your job that you don't want to participate in anything. And it's not normal to live your life in a discouraged state. It's not normal. So wake up. Stop swallowing it down. Stop saying, well, it'll get better. Or after my kid gets back to school. Or once I make partnership. Wake up. It is time that you know that you are in burnout. You are in the thick of it if you recognize any of this. It's time to get real with yourself. So that's number two. Get an honest assessment of your situation. No more, well, I make good money bullshit. No more, well, you know, I really shouldn't complain because I am a physician and blah, blah, blah. No more, well, I guess I could just take a little time off or go see my mom or go on a girl's weekend. No, no more of that. No more making excuses of how you're feeling and rationalizing it. Get an honest assessment. Talk to your spouse. Talk to your close friends. Talk to your friends. Have an honest discussion with the people you work with and ask them, you know, do I seem disengaged? Do I seem dissatisfied? Do I seem discouraged? 
Do you see frustration in me more? Do you hear me saying things like I'm just ready to leave? You need to get honest with yourself. Because guess what? We are really good at assessing other people. We're really good at diagnosing problems and medical issues. But we are terrible at assessments with ourselves. And you know why? Because we've denied ourselves for so long an honest assessment on how are you really doing at the bottom of it all. How are you really, really doing? Are you numb because you're hiding and you're swallowing down all of your feelings and emotions because if you actually felt all the feels, you wouldn't be able to function? Are you so stressed out because of everything that's going around with you, but again, you're pushing it aside, throwing it in a closet so that you can just get through your day? It's time, my friend. It's time to get real with yourself and see what's going on. And you can do that, like I said, with someone close or even talking with a coach who may not know exactly your situation, but will be able to ask you the questions to get an honest assessment on what is really going on. And my third thing that I want you to do, I want you to actually be able to start dreaming again. Where in your life is it time to elevate, to upgrade, and to step into your badass self? You know, that's one thing that I know with burnout when I talk with people is when I ask them, what do you really want? If I could snap my fingers and magically this is solved, everything is better, what does it look like? And you know what happens eight out of 10 times? They say, I don't even know. Friends, it's time to start knowing again. It's time to start dreaming again. It's time to start plugging in and saying, this is what I actually want. And this is what I'm going to start working towards. No, it may not be the traditional thing. No, there's probably not a job listing on LinkedIn for what you want. But that's okay. Because guess what? You're fucking amazing. You're a physician. You've been through the fire and you can create that. And I'm telling you, if I can do it, you can do it. I have no doubt in you for that. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode of From Burnt Out to Badass. I'll be dropping more of these sprinkled throughout the podcast episodes. And let me know. Let me know how it's helped you to maybe start realizing you are burned out. So then you can start transitioning to that badassery that you know that you are. Friend, I love you. Wherever you are, I'm sprinkling my love, my happiness, my magic unicorn dust on you. So that you wake up, you get an honest assessment of your situation, and you start dreaming again. I would love to be that person that you talk to. If not me... Find someone because it's time. It's time, my friend. And remember, your life, your calling, your pulse matters. Bye.